Hi folks, I'm Bob Main. Welcome to another episode of today's Survival Show. Helping you do what you can with what you have, wherever you are. Welcome to a practical, no tin foil hat approach to survival, modern survivalism, practical survival, self-reliance, whatever fancy name. It's basically being prepared. And I take a no tin foil hat. In other words, I keep this rooted in common sense. Well, I think nutrition is all about common sense. I think nutrition is something that all of us can benefit from. Would you agree? This episode is about keeping yourself well-nourished. Now, a lot of us think if we eat right, eat our fruits and vegetables, that we are going to be well-nourished. Not so fast. Be real careful. This episode, I interviewed... Dr. Stephen Lewis and uh, Dr. Janet Lewis, and I interviewed them. They are with DoctorsNutrition.org. They are a couple of doctors and nutrition experts, and their website is DRSNutrition.org. This is one of the really cool interviews that I have done on this show because, you know, there are so many things that they talk about in this brief interview that I never really thought of and that you probably never really thought of either keeping yourself well nourished now this is kind of much more near and dear to my heart than it used to be you know i just i just beat cancer thank god and i'm cancer free you know by the way the last round of testing over at md anderson showed that my cancer is still in remission my stage four lymphoma that the good Lord has enabled me to recover from. So now I'm on a quest to try to keep it that way. And a lot of what they talk about in this episode has really come to light for me. And I hope it does for you. And even if you're on a limited budget, there's a lot of things that can be done. So... That's pretty much my introduction. Let's talk to Drs. Janet and Stephen Lewis about nutrition. All right, joining me for the interview section of this episode is Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis of Doctors Nutrition of Texas. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. I appreciate you coming on. You know, first of all, I want to say. It, you know, you're, you're donating your time, and I want all of the listeners to realize that when, when people, uh, when professionals like this donate their time, it's really a great thing. I, I, I love to see it, and, you know, time is not a renewable asset. It's something all of us don't have, seem like we don't have enough of. So thanks again in advance for doing that. Oh, you're welcome. We think it's an investment in the health of other people, and, and you know, we get blessed when other people get better health. So, you know, we're glad to be here. Well, I'm into that. You know, God provides us with all kinds of resources to stay healthy. I believe it's what He wants us to do. And you, uh, Doctor Lewis, uh, Mister Lewis, you're a you're a doctor. Uh, why don't you explain to people what your profession is? Well, I was trained as a chiropractor, and as good as I am at unpinching nerves, of course, I don't have time to practice that anymore. I always realized that. There was a nutritional deficiency, and I guess the motivating factor for me is I saw my dad die from treatment in the hospital when I was 15 years old. Oh, no. For things that I could have fixed now just with good nutrition. That's 
well, that's a powerful story, and you know, I'm sorry that that happened. But so, so it's things that you could have fixed now with nutrition. Yes, um, easily. Why? So, so that brings up the, the the big question that I want to go ahead and start with. You know, nearly everybody who listens to this has a very strong interest in 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 preparation and survival, and you know. But that's this seems to be an area. Nutrition seems to be an area that's lacking for a lot of people. Mrs. Lewis, why do you think that is? Um, I think people have been conditioned so much to take a pill for something. You know, we've been given pills to mask symptoms. We we describe it as putting duct tape on your oil light in your car. Um, <laughs> it covers up the symptom, but does it fix the cause? It covers the light. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, and they just give you more and more pills. And as all of this health care is changing now, people can't get the drugs they were used to getting before, which in a way is, is a curse and a blessing. There are people that desperately need, need that, but there are many that could do health and stay well. And, you know, I'm hoping this is going to be a good opportunity to get people back on the track to taking care of their health instead of waiting for disease. Well, and so if either one of you don't mind taking the lead on, let's talk about a person's diet. What what do you see going on out there that's unhealthy quite a bit, and, and what what do you think people can do to start correcting it? That's an ugly subject that people don't like talking about. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I like to talk about, on this show I like to talk about subjects that people don't like to talk about because, they, you know, I mean, I think everybody, including me, just needs a good little whack alongside the head sometimes to correct things. Well, you know, I'll take that if that's okay. Uh, well, the problem is we've been desensitized to what's good and what's bad, and now you have so many simple carbohydrates, and they've added high fructose corn syrup, and if you haven't noticed, America's getting uh, larger and more diabetic and more cancer, more heart disease, more Alzheimer's, uh, and it just goes on and on. More people that are fatigued, more people that have hormone problems. The, the thing is, yes, I teach people how to eat correctly. I've got a couple of short lists, and, uh, but you've got to get back to the vegetables, a few fruits, uh, fat is not bad. You know, that's been a lie that started, I think, about 1953 of butter being bad. Well, no, it's uh, corn oil, canola oil, safflower, sun, uh, sunflower, uh, soybean oil is killing people. So, But the thing is, since the last 50 years or so, the nutrient level has gone down in the average fruit and vegetable by 76%, while at the same time, the Environmental Protection Agency has added at least 60,000 chemicals that they say is harmful to the human body. Wow. Or cancer-causing or endocrine-disrupting. These pesticides, plastics, phthalates, heavy metals act like estrogen. So we're noticing a change, the lower testosterone, lower... Uh, sperm count, uh, more infertility, more endometriosis, more breast cancer, more heart disease. It's a, it's a big, big problem that can't be fixed with diet alone, although you have to change your diet in order to reach optimal health. And, you know, we just kind of hold your hand and hug you and, you know, make sure that you have a reason to feel hopeful and we try to find out, well, why do you want better health? And people say, well, I want to be able to lay on the ground and play with my four-year-old. I said, well, let's get busy. That's a really good motivating factor. So you have to find out 
the need behind the need. What do you want to accomplish and why? How, how's it going to be a blessing to your family, your friends, where you work, and your community in general? That's called finding the emotional reason why they want to do that. Yes, sir. That's good. Well, you mentioned something earlier that was very profound. What did you say? 76% less nutritional value in the foods we eat? Uh, up to that and sometimes exceeding that. And it's because of the, the way that we fertilize with the NPK, actually those synthetic fertilizers bind calcium, magnesium, and potassium and doesn't allow it to come into the cell of the plant as much. And it cannot pick up the uh, minerals because it's killed the microbiology, the good bacteria in the soil. And also, the thing that people don't realize, you know, gluten's a big subject. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that. You know, the NPK, the, the artificial fertilizers, actually concentrate gluten in the cells uh, of wheat and, and some other grains. And even the non-gluten-containing uh, grains can be harmful to you. Yeah, well, and I, you know, I fight the gluten allergy all the time because I've also got celiac disease to deal with amongst, um, well, hopefully I'm not fighting the cancer anymore, but at the same time, I was doing both. Uh, you know, if you want to, we'll open up that can of worms in a few minutes because I've got a lot to say about that. Well, we we, we can do that. Uh, let's do that. Let's open that, that up in a couple minutes. Janet, what, what what's your take on this as far as the way people eat um. or don't eat? Well, you know, we see so many people that are diabetic, and, and I guess that's the difference in what we do versus what other people do. When when we do lab work, we're not looking for where things are just in range. We're looking for where they're in optimal range because as America is getting sicker and fatter as a nation, the ranges are getting bigger on the lab because the insurance companies don't have to pay for it anymore. And uh-huh. um, we've seen something called an A1C that's a three-month blood sugar. Um, it originally started at 6.0 was a diabetic, and then they upped it to a 7, 7.0. 7.0, that's right. I'm aware of that, yeah. And then they went back down to a 6.5 because they realized, that oh, I guess we've gone up a little high. But, you know, for us, it's 5.4 is optimal. So people think they're healthy when they are a 6.0 with a three-month blood sugar, and they're not. They're eating way too many carbs and grains, and you ask these people, well, what do you have for breakfast? Well, I have cereal. That's what we're supposed to be eating. Well, it's a grain, and because they're genetically modified, almost all of them, people can't absorb the grain like they should, and they become insulin-resistant. And then there's the pesticides and glyphosate and things like that in that, which is a, a whole other subject. So, um, what, yeah, so what's the alternative recommendation? Well, we tell them to go back to eating like they were brought up by their grandparents, where it was the uh, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, uh, pasture-raised ra- pasture cows. Yeah, they're the fresh eggs, the bacon, eat eggs and bacon. You know, people think that's demonized. You shouldn't be doing that, but... The protein is what you need in the morning and not the grains. And, and, you know, people that have the best-looking cholesterol are the ones that eat the most fat, but it's the good fat, not the corn oil. Right. You know, it's amazing. Um, you brought up something earlier about butter 
And, you know, we've been using real butter in our household for many, many years, and that's the way I grew up. And, and, and I, I, I firmly believe it's a whole lot healthier, and it seems like people have bought the lie that it's not. Well, you know, there's the thing, if you can tell a lie loud enough and long enough, the majority of the people begin to believe it. And, you know, I'm old enough, I've seen the perception of America change in a lot of ways. You know, cholesterol is not bad, but most people think it is. Cholesterol is actually what repairs your brain and helps you make hormones and repairs your nerve cells. So if you have high cholesterol, that doesn't cause heart disease or plaquing. It's only plaquing if you have the inflammation think high blood sugar that causes it to plaque mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but, cholesterol's the messenger don't shoot the messenger very good point um i guess i never thought of that that's a, that's a very good point yeah there's many signals your body gives us and like i say they the medical profession which is great at crisis goes and masks that symptom while your body's trying to tell you hey we have an issue here well, why don't you fix what's happening underneath? And we have the greatest respect for our medical profession. We have the best medical profession in the world. I'm convinced of that. We do. But America, just last June in 2014, got the distinction of being dead last in overall health in the industrialized nations. Great. Well, that's that's so, terrific. <laughs> so now we're adding more people to a system that's broken. Your average MD or DO is a wonderful person. The nurses are incredible. I mean, I love them. I respect them. They've saved my bacon more than once. But uh, they're not giving us health. And, and bless their heart, they can't order the same amount of lab because the insurance companies have them handcuffed. Yeah. Well, and the insurance companies also, they won't pay for products and advice such as yours that's preventative rather than treating the problem. Absolutely right. Now, I bet you've got some pretty strong opinions why that is. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sure I, I'm sure many of I'm, I'm sorry? There's no money to be had in health. <laughs> Janet, that's a good point. There isn't. So why would there be health pushed if there was no money in it? Isn't I mean it's a sad thing to think about, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was a poem back, I think it was 1895, written about it's better to put a strong fence up on the cliff than an ambulance down in the valley. But we're living the ambulance down in the valley. <laughs> Not healthcare anyway, folks. It's disease care. Right. Jan and I practice healthcare, and there's a difference. Although there is some overlap there, we've seen some amazing things. Uh, People get well and miracles occur, but it's because the body had the right nutrition to do the job of detoxing these 60,000-plus chemicals that the EPA says is harmful to the human body. It's like, well, if it's harmful to the human body and your name is Environmental Protection Agency, please remember that we are part of the environment and please protect us. <laughs> well, let's all, not, let's all not forget they're a government program. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they're a government You're... entity, and without getting too much into the politics of it, which I like to stay away from as much as possible, sometimes there's there's no staying away from it completely. I mean, you know, they're a government agency with special interests themselves. You know, you're a smart man to stay away from that. And, you know, <laughs> I'm, I kind of shoot from the hip anyway. And I tell people, if government's your answer, the question was really stupid. So <laughs> I don't offend anybody by saying that. But it just it, it's meant to provoke a thought process. 
Yeah. Now, obviously, there are uh, some, some probably some generalized supplements and nutritional behavior that you recommend to people, I would imagine, right? Yes. Spend a couple minutes talking about a few of those general. Some of the specifics we'll save for a little bit later because I've got something else I want to tell our listeners about um, a program that you've got going on. But talk about some of the generalities of what people can do right now that, that you see out there. Well, I can't tell you how many people have come in. I keep going back to diabetes because that seems to be our biggest epidemic right now. Yeah, yeah it is. And Janet's family, so Janet avoided it. It's in mine, too. Yeah, type 2 diabetes, the ones where we tell people that they've eaten their way into it and they tell you you can't uneat your way back out of it, that you'll always be a type 2 diabetic. We've actually seen uh, type 2 diabetics reverse back to not being a diabetic at all anymore just by cleaning their diet up and taking the correct supplements. Because we've lost our faith in the body's ability to heal itself. Somehow we think a disease is... Uh, yet to be discovered drug is the cure where the cure is already in you with the wisdom of God in your body and I'm sorry I offend a lot of people by saying that I don't mean to be offensive but we've lost our faith that our body has that wisdom and we need to help it work by giving it the fuel to function with well amen to that sorry I mean I don't I don't care that you've been offensive I strongly agree with what you say and I and I think that Anybody that's offended by it probably is someone that's the most guilty of doing it. <laughs> You're right, but I try to nurture people more gently. <laughs> yeah, th- there's a place for being gentle. Um, but I tend to think that if somebody has tuned into my show, even though I try to keep it pretty practical and full of common sense, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's always going to be a gentle approach. Sometimes... Sometimes it takes somebody to say, hey, knucklehead, what are you doing? Well, that'd be my husband. He's really good at that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she likes my analogies, or she calls them zingers or (laughs) Stephenisms. I like I, I like your analogy or your Stephenism about the fence and the ambulance in the valley. Tell us that one again. I like that one. Uh, You know, there's this uh, poem, and I wish I could quote it, but it talked about how there were people falling off the cliff, and, you know, some people wanted to put a fence around the cliff where people wouldn't fall off, but the conventional wisdom was to just put an ambulance down in the valley to pick up the pieces once that's happened. And unfortunately, that's kind of the way our uh, healthcare system has been, is we wait until we have a disease rather than to treat health and become healthy. And the problem with being healthy is... We can't measure what doesn't show up, but, you know, my truck doesn't drive any better when I change the oil. It doesn't get better gas mileage. It's not any smoother, but it just makes sense to change the oil and avoid the engine blowing. Yeah, exactly. Well, before we wrap up this brief segment, because I want to wrap it up in about five minutes or so, and then we're going to we're going to do something, give some value out to some folks that uh, invest in the Survival Champions Club. What, why don't you explain to listeners what the, what kind of steps that they could take immediately? I mean, you mentioned diet, and that's a big one for me. What kind of dietary steps do you think that most people can start to take? Stay away from fast food. Uh, avoid anything made from a grain, high fructose corn syrup. You know, try to buy organic 
and and usually organic has a lot more nutrients in it. But even if organic didn't have nutrients in it, it's worth the 30 or 40 percent markup just for the pesticides that it does not have on it. So more more vegetables, more fruits if you don't have uh, high blood sugar, uh, antibiotic free or pasture raised uh, cows and pigs, and uh, as Janet talked about. Uh, good eggs because I raise my own and they're absolutely incredibly different tasting than a regular egg energy drinks and there's a lot of people who tell us and they they are they're eating great but they're drinking themselves into a problem with these fast energy drinks you know you know rock stars the Gatorade all these things that are built to pick them up well the problem is why are they so down why do they need that extra zing to stay up yeah and we test that you know blood work i I tell them doing energy drinks is very much like running down interstate 20 at 140 miles per hour your car may do it but it's going to burn out sooner or later or you're going to crash and burn and have a wreck in the ditch so you can't run you know that fast for very long and get by with it and that's what some people are trying to require of their bodies i'm really glad you brought up the energy drink issue because wow those things are wildly popular i see so many people walking around with those things in their hands and i've always wanted to get an opinion from someone like you as to as to what those things are doing to people if anything yeah why why do they need those now that you didn't see that before and it's because they are their nutrition, they're, they're, they're depleted in their nutrition. They're depleted in the things they're eating. They're giving their body empty carbs, things that don't give any value to the body. They're eating a fast food burger and hoping it turns into something great inside their body that their body will go, hey, I know what to do with this. Let's make it nutritious. Yeah, it has calories but not nutrients. <clears throat> yeah. And so they're, they're nutrient depleted, and so they're drinking these energy drinks trying to get a fast pick-me-up because their body no longer has the ability to do it i like to say running on empty but that gets back and kind of dates me back when there was a song you know called running on empty (laughs) jackson brown that's it sir i just dated myself too (laughs) (laughs) and so many of my listeners that are under 30 are gonna go who's jackson brown Yeah, listen to all that old classical stuff. You know, my son, he's 17, and he likes all the music from the 70s and 80s from my time. And I just smile. I love to hear that kind of stuff from him. That's because we had good music back then. That's <laughs> back when music was good and nutrition and eating was good. I, My mother raised me and my brothers organically, and we had this humongous organic garden. And she was such an anti-pesticide freak. Um and it, you know, it did make a difference. I mean, I grew up drinking goat's milk and we had an organic garden and, and things like that. And it's just, um, we've gotten so far away from that today, haven't we? See, we remember that and our kids don't. They don't know what we're talking about. And there's so many now of these children that have ADD and ADHD. That seems to be the next huge epidemic. And they come in our office in droves going, what am I supposed to do with these kids? They just want to put them on drugs. And uh, I start talking to them about diet. Well, all of them are in a hurry because they're working, and so they're giving them these hot pockets and things, you know, they can throw in the microwave and heat up. And like Dr. Lewis said, they're so filled with these chemicals or artificial dyes and colors. Uh, if you if you read the back of the label and you can't make out what the word is, neither can your body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I, I like that. Thank you, Janet. Would you say... <laughs> 
So that, that's um, good. Give them the fresh food. You know, that's if they would start in the morning with giving them some protein instead of sugaring them up before they go to school and then crashing about eleven o'clock and then driving their teacher nuts. Um, it might make a whole big difference because we've seen it happen. And all the teachers listening to this are smiling. Uh-huh. Well, they are the ones that get stuck with that. And, you know, and they were probably not brought up that way, so it's not something they're used to either. You know, that's another thing in society. We say, well, we need to train the teachers better to deal with this, or we need to retrain the police to deal with these kind of people. No, the real thing is we need to retrain our children and teach them respect and the thing about it is there have been plenty of studies done when they give a cheap, not very good, not very very effective B vitamin to people in prison, and the violence rate goes down 50%. Can you imagine what's happening in the physiology or in the brains of these people that have aberrant behavior in society, what it would really be like if they were fueled correctly and, and had the nutrients that God intended for you to have so that you could work correctly and be happy and have something to look forward to. Can you imagine that for just a second? I, I can imagine it for even more than a second. And I think, uh, and that's why I appreciate the work that, that you two do to try to bring people back to that. You know, I, I think about of if a bad event happens, you know, if a stink hit the fan event happens, if someone's healthier going into that, they're, they're going to be able to weather that storm easier, aren't they? Right, they are. Um, you know, and that's the other thing is you hear us talking about supplementation. That doesn't mean go down to the big box store and grab some and start taking it because that stuff's almost as toxic as what you're eating, if not worse. So, uh, really? Okay. That part I didn't know. Yeah, that's, you know, the, the again, on the back of the labels, when you start reading what's in those products, um, there are things on there you can't understand or make out. There are colors and dyes. Uh, the kids especially, they get these gummy vitamins, and they're like, well, yours don't taste like the ones from the big box store. That's because mine aren't filled with sucralose and sugar and things that are making it worse. And, and you know, they actually put cancer-causing dyes in most of your medicines and the bad supplements. You know, my analogy on supplements is like you can go get you uh, any kind of woman you know, just blindfolded, but you can't take her home and make a good wife out of her. There's a huge, huge difference in quality of supplements, just like there are in women, or as Janet would say, just like there's a difference in men. Some are good, some are bad, <laughs> some are toxic and harmful to I, you. I was going to add that in. <laughs> I'm glad you saved yourself there with that last comment, because otherwise you might have got an elbow in the jaw. Well, it's our 15th year anniversary today, and she still likes me, so I look up into the heavens and say, thank you very much, because she's really sweet to live with. Well, amen. Well, I, I feel very honored and pri privileged that you're taking part of your anniversary day out to spend with me. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. It's our pleasure. Well, thank you. Um, all right. What we're going to do is um, we're going to, we've got some more, and I'm going to ask you to get into some specifics, and I'm going to let the people who are who so generously support me in the on the Survival Champions Club podcast get the rest of this interview. But um, you know what? I want to say thanks to both of you for coming on and talking about this because I think it's a great reminder as to what we need to be doing out there, and I think it's a preparation that a lot of people neglect. Would you agree? Yes, they just take their bodies for granted and think they're going to just hold up and they're going to be the one that's going to make it without the problems 
And, and you know, that's a good point. You're, you're talking about the people that support you. And I'm a big, big fan of, you know, you go home with the one that brought you to the rodeo, so to speak, as we say here in Texas. You know, you have to put gas in your car. You have to pay the preacher to get the blessings of God. I think people should support you for what you do, and I think we should pay homage to the earth and be good to the earth and try to rebuild the soil. We did a big podcast on that two or three weeks ago. Um, you know, the more you put out in the world with the proper attitude and the good heart, the more you get back, and it comes back multiplied. So for the people that support you, thank you very much, folks. I, I appreciate that. Well, thank you, Dr. Janet and Stephen Lewis. Thanks very much for your time. I appreciate that. Give your website out before we uh, cut this off. Uh, they can go to doctorsnutrition.org. It's drsnutrition.org. There is a health survey on there if they're interested in getting well or finding out more, and we can know what's wrong with you as well. drsnutrition.org. Yes, and all of our shows are on there, too, from uh, all kind of different subjects. Well, thanks very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. God bless both of you. Well, thank you very much. You know, as most of my guests do, they donate their time. So, show them some love. One of the things I like about what they have decided to do is that any of my listeners who are Survival Champions Club members, you'll get a discount. You'll get a 10% discount off of all of the products that they offer. 10% discount. And there'll be a coupon code that you'll have to use. So, if you're interested to hear more of what they have to say, and Dr. Lewis talks about the five areas of your life that you need to keep more nourished and, and that you need to take supplements for. And he talks about that in the Survival Champions Club episode. So there's a whole lot more to this interview. It's only $4.99. And there's a link on the website that says Survival Champions Club. If you click the drop-down box, you'll see where you can get this interview for only $4.99. The one that follows the one that you just heard. The interview following up. I asked him to get a lot more in-depth as to what they're talking about. And they did. And it's very good. So for only $4.99, I will send you a link to get a digital download, and you will be able to access that. Plus, then you will get a coupon code that will give you a 10% discount off of any of the products that you purchase from them. Not the lab fees that they talk about, because they do run labs. You have to get a complete lab done so that they can help pinpoint areas that you need to help to improve your nutritional level. But think about this. If the stink hits the fan... I firmly believe that the people who are the healthiest are the ones that are going to be able to get through that disaster better. You know, let's all not take health for granted here. I have to say that I did. I grew up very organically. You know, my mother was 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 an organic gardening freak at the time when I was growing up. And I've kind of gotten away from that. You know, we raised all of our beef and all of our pork organically, and we had an organic garden, and she was an anti-pesticide person, and we were really very much into that, and I've, I, like many other Americans, and even people who are international listeners, I've kind of gotten away from that, have you? And it's a shame, because that's just kind of the way that our society seems to be going, but it's a real tragedy. So, 
they'll talk about specifics. They're going to talk about what supplements that the average person needs. They're going to talk more about the type of lab testing. Like I said, Dr. Lewis shares with us five key areas of your nutritional health and what to do about that. So for $4.99, support me if you would. Go to todayssurvival.com. That's my website, www.todayssurvival.com. Remember, there are two S's in todayssurvival.com. Click on the, the, the the Survival Champions Club link. And actually, if you just click the drop-down box on the right-hand side where it says Survival Champions Club, go ahead and make your investment, $4.99. You can make a PayPal investment, and I will email you a link to download that special podcast, and you will get the coupon code for a 10% savings on all of their products, not the lab fees, but all the products that they offer. Real good stuff. They don't sponsor the show, but they've donated their time to help you and bring you some good information, and so that's I want to help them out in doing so. Last but not least, please don't forget about my Amazon store. If you like the work I do here, I don't have paid sponsors trying to sell you a bunch of stuff. I just do this. It's, you know, it's kind of like a part-time job. I love my full-time job, and I don't see myself doing anything else, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. I love my full-time job, but this is kind of a way that I, I, I give back to the community. I try to help people out. That's the premise from which I do This podcast is to help you, the listener. You don't even have to spend any extra money to support me. Just go make your Amazon purchases from my Amazon store. Go to todayssurvival.com and click the Amazon store link. And whenever you're going to buy something from Amazon, you're going to make it, you're going to make the purchase from Amazon anyway, right? So if you're going to make it anyway from Amazon, buy it on my store. And that way, the proceeds help the uh, Today's Survival show. Alright, I'm Bob Main. Thanks for listening to another episode where I help you do what you can with what you have wherever you are. Catch you next time. Goodbye.